0: Graviak, account manager at Merkel, as well as Eric Hammond. We're so excited to have you on the show, Maybe. Eric. Yeah,
1: I'm, I'm really excited to be here. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Eric is a longtime friend of ours, and I'm just excited to have a casual conversation with you. So yeah. would you like to introduce yourself to our listeners?
1: Yeah, so I actually used to work with, with Alexis here at Merkel, and um, I've since moved on to do SEO at American Eagle Outfitters here in Pittsburgh. And um, I enjoyed, I want to say this, I enjoyed my time so much here. I miss you guys. There's, there's, I miss you so yeah. much. <laughs> um, and it, it was a great experience here. And now I've moved on to American Eagle, which is also great. I love it there too. And Still repping the Berg. Yeah. Still repping the Berg, I love man. this town. Yes. You know, yes. I do. I do. I love it. But yeah, that's who I am a little bit more about me. I'm a new dad, Right five-month-old Maggie Grace. She's adorable. Um, she is. I can confess <laughs> to that. Instagram
0: photos on point.
1: Yeah, right? She's, she's always smiling. She is. She's so she's pleasant. She's like a positive baby. Yeah, she really she's is. She's just like you guys. And she's sleeping really good. Like, <laughs> I just, like, knock on wood and keep that going. But, yeah, she's yeah. a really, really good baby.
0: On scale of one to ten babies, she's about <laughs> a ten. Yeah, yeah, pretty, am She's crushing it. She's yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: totally. Um, but, yeah, that's, that's who I am right now.
0: Nice, yeah. and I know you have a series of hobbies, just as some fun facts. I know you yeah. have a really cool site, Sir. You play drums.
1: Yeah, um, yeah. So it's funny. I, I started a website with a friend of mine, com. So if you've ever played Destiny or Destiny Two, you've probably visited the website. We've we've had a lot of traffic, <laughs> and a lot and a lot of a lot of cool things happen with that. It's kind of a pet project that I'm actually going to be handing off, just because life changes and interest is dropped and and moving on, Mm. it just kind of takes up too much time, but...
0: He owned the Where Is featured snippet for a long time. Yeah, it was pretty cool. Man, it was awesome.
1: Very impressive. Yeah, right? (laughs) And, uh, but yeah, and I also play drums. I I love playing drums. It's my favorite thing to do. I play... Almost every Sunday at church, and I play a couple different gigs at different bars around the city here, and I love that so much. That's so cool. Yeah, so fun. <laughs> I, actually, I actually want to build out my Instagram feed with, like, more drumming. That's, that's a yeah. goal of, of this year for me. Oh, that'll be yeah, so fun. Just to we kind still, of we make, still need an intro. Right, right. <laughs> just to make, like, me better, you know, yeah. just to kind of be more purposeful about it, because it really is, like, my genuinely my favorite thing to do.
0: It's awesome. It's yeah. good to get away from things like that. Too. Oh
1: yeah. It's such a like a release too. It's really yes. fun.
0: So so true. Yeah. I have no musical talent, but I'm glad other people do. You know, you have way, a, a you
1: have so many other talents.
0: <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so much. <laughs> <laughs> All right, awesome. So let's get into the meat of the podcast. So just to get us started, what is your favorite aspect of SEO?
1: I love how it's like always changing. Like the game is always changing. There's always yeah. like a new element, and it's probably, and I don't want to fast forward too much, but it's also probably my least favorite part of it. <laughs> like sometimes, yeah. like we're humans, right? It's we want, we, you know, sometimes. we don't like change. Yeah. And there's sometimes like, oh my gosh, can we just, can we just stay here for a little yes. bit? We're having some <laughs> good success. Can we just live in the success <laughs> yep. for a little bit? Things are working. Um, but yeah, Google will do what Google does, and uh, and also other search engines. But there's always something to research. There's always something to study. There's always Something to strategically plan for, and and yep. it just changes, and that for me is a, a really great thing that drives me because I I need change, I need something to kind of like something new to focus on and, yep. and and all that, so it very much meets a, a need there for me.
0: Yeah, you want to grow and develop and yeah, be a part of something that ends up being bigger in the end. Yeah, that's so cool. Yeah, yeah, that's such a great aspect. I feel like that's a popular one because when you come into SEO, it's always like. The whole fire hydrant of information yeah. that you're getting, yeah. and then you realize as you're, you develop into an account manager that it's always a fire hydrant. Right, of information. right. you're right. You're just always. And the, you know, it's, so it's
1: different. And I'll probably talk a little bit about this too, but it's different than in, like any other marketing channel. It's not we're going to plan to spend this amount of budget and expect to get this amount of return. You yep. know, and all the paid paid channels and whatnot. So it is more about planning and all kinds of strategic moves and, and whatnot yeah And I'll talk more about that too but but that's that's pretty much the, the biggest reason
0: so do you have an analogy for what you like to your go-to analogy for SEO because I've been hearing from different people the different that everyone has different connections I was sort of yeah, connected well, back to the like seed you plant and you garden and you plan and you hope that the seed comes out because you give it all the right conditions for it to grow um, some people use the sports analogies. What
2: did Tessa use last <sighs> episode? I'm blanking on that. It was, it was so was really good. good. It was yeah. so
0: good. I don't know. I heard this week two hedge funds. It was like it's like you're hedging your bet, and I mm. I thought it was brilliant. I was like, oh my god, I never thought about SEO from a financial perspective. That right. It's like you're literally planning. You're estimating what's going to happen. Yeah. But, you know, you're essentially like a finance type.
1: thing. Right. It is hard to like estimate for an analogy. I don't know. Like it's c- just because it's all over the place. I feel sometimes, yeah. so it's hard to put like one analogy to it. Yeah, you know, I, oftentimes, like you know, I, I reference like we all have to basically like sing in harmony, right? Oh, it's like it, like kind of like, kinda it, like music, an, right, yeah, yeah. It always goes back to music for me. I guess. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's you know, you have your your director who strategically is guiding everybody through it all and yep. everybody you know over in the the horn section needs to be doing this and yes. you know playing this note and also you know on the other side of things like in the woodwind section or whatever yes. you want to call it yeah and,
0: yeah and keeping i would the, be the, the beat and percussion the yeah there you go <laughs> yeah
1: <laughs> but it's all about like making everything sing in harmony from yes. technical seo making sure that's going and also like keyword research and content optimization you know it's Pretty much the nuts and bolts. And what's funny is that kind of plays into like my whole theme is like at the end of the day we sell a lot of common sense.
0: Yeah. But common sense is
1: not that common. Like I always refer to that. Common sense is not the common (laughs) It's it's that's the way it is. Yeah. So that's my that's my uh (laughs) out of pocket analogy for SEO. I love (laughs) it. (laughs) I love it too. that was a great
2: question. SEOs do seem to love analogies, right? You yes. hear SEOs use analogies way more than other groups, I feel like.
0: <laughs> I think maybe, do you think it's because explaining SEO to someone who's never experienced SEO before or experienced the wonders of the internet, mm-hmm. that it's something that's so far off from what they've ever experienced yeah. that you need to use something that they're gonna latch on to. And yeah. so we've gravitated to these different analogies and.
1: Yeah, well, and you have to make it relatable. And we'll, yes. like, that's what, I'm, actually one of my takeaways from this episode is, you know. Your golden nuggets. Right, yeah, my, my <laughs> golden <laughs> nuggets, yeah. Um, but, like, the, all the relationships that you have with other people and educating them on what SEO is and having them have a better understanding is, is really great. You know, like, yep. people outside of your team or, you know, big stakeholders in, in your company, like they don't really understand what it is. So making mm-hmm. those relationships and, and bringing understanding and educating on what it is will help you out the most.
0: I love that. I just wanted <laughs> to pause on that for a second. <laughs> yeah. Because I think we could talk about this for hours. I know yeah. we talked a little bit with, this, with Tessa about this, but what do you think is the best way to give that knowledge to other people?
1: It's funny, so... James, who also used to work at Merkle, with my my, my boss. Yeah, James Patterson. Jerry. <laughs> uh, Jerry, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, he's much more on the technical SEO side of things, and I'm much more on the content side of things. And
0: You balance each other.
1: We do balance each other because he has a great set. Like, his mind has a, just a great set of knowledge, but I feel like one of my strengths is, like, communicating things at a dumb enough level for other people it's to understand because so I don't really is. Is. feel like I'm not like smart enough. So like I, I try to dumb it down as much as I can. It's it very, uh, very snackable. And yes. and it mm. just, you know, just so you can explain the why of what we're doing everything. Those little know?
0: bites, little nibs. Yeah.
1: And once you get those like little quick wins and you explain it and you, you know, you see results, yep. people start getting it, right? Yeah. 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 Yeah.
2: And education, we're only two episodes in, but education has already been
1: a big theme in these two episodes. Yeah. It's what it it like, that's what it is. Like, And that's that's one of the most, like, I feel the biggest difference between agency and in-house. Yep. Like, on the agency side, you're trying to educate somebody on the other side that might not be an SEO guru or whatever, yep. or they might be and they get yep. it. Yep. But that communication and education funnel is so important. It is so key. Like, it's yes. probably the most important thing in SEO. Yeah. Like, minus keyword research minus content minus technical like you have to create great relationships yes. yeah
0: so how do you oh, go ahead you had a question man
2: sure yeah so sounds like communication and education are your top method of doing this but do you have any other tips on ways to get buy-in from internal teams with seo
1: i, I think going back to what i said like if you can get a little quick win if you can develop that relationship with somebody like maybe on the same level as you and you do like a little case study and you, you provide results. That opens it up more and more, right? Sure. So kind of starting from the ground up, like what can you and what relationships can you make that are more of a peer level on, mm-hmm. an, on another team mm-hmm. that you can make a difference and then funnel that up and keep it going? Does that make sense? Yeah. So there's
0: like a huge focus on what can I do for you, versus mm-hmm. yeah. what can I do for me, right. what can I do for the site. Right. You know, it's let's focus on you, mm-hmm. which I think is can be a little bit different. I feel like sometimes, like at least, I've always focused on how can we better your experience, your site, versus how can we make you into a
1: rock star. Mm-hmm. Right. You know? I love setting other people up to win. And yeah. I love, yeah. like, making other people look great. Yes. You know? If we can get those little quick wins, like, yep. you know, we have site merchants and we, we coordinate with them constantly, right? And we work with them basically on a daily basis. And one of the great things with with them is whatever they touch impacts the site greatly, you know, in terms of e-commerce, right? Um, And I'm sure that resonates with other e-commerce listeners. So if you can get... all the power. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So if you can make them look good to their supervisors and their bosses, like, then you get buy-in and then you get, you just snowball it, right? Yeah. 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 Great point. And I
2: agree with that. In my experience, once you get them one win, they'll continue to come back to you. Yeah, like, right, the they, exactly. They come back to
1: you for more, right? Yeah, totally. And with, with us being a fashion e-commerce website, it's constantly changing. So they're wondering like, what can we do for the next season? You know, all yeah. that kind of stuff, yeah.
0: Do you think the mentality of SEO fits really well with the mentality of fashion? Because you mentioned that SEO is constantly changing, fashion is constantly changing. It sounds like -hmm. like everyone, probably at the company, has that same mentality of, like, what's next? What are we doing? Mm -hmm.
1: I would say more so of it's taking them out of the fashion industry and backing up a step. and getting them out of like the verbiage in the, in the fashion in the industry right? Yeah. and focusing on what people are actually searching for, right? Yes. Oh, that's, that's, and that's so And that's just best practice keyword research, right? Finding out how people are searching for it and how people are yes. referencing it because it might be different than the, the lingo or the slang that, that we use sure. on the inside, right? right? So that's a big education piece for, for e-commerce and that would go across any Everything. e-commerce, right? It's not just fashion industry, it's, it's other stuff too. And that's been a great education for, for our teams.
0: Nice. So basically, you approach it as, you know, we're going to go in, we're going to find the keywords that match what people are actually saying. Mm-hmm. We're going to add those into our copy, and then we're going to hope that we have some wins, share those wins out, mm-hmm. and try to turn it into, like, this virtuous cycle. Yeah,
1: of, it really you know, is. And them
0: coming back to you and yeah. getting more and more integrated into their system. Yeah,
1: I, I go back to it, it really is – common sense is not that common, right? Yeah. And, and it's just, it really is best practice keyword research. I feel like when I was yeah. looking through this, I was like, man, I'm going to be a big letdown. No, <laughs> so I'm like, no. It really is all about the best practices, yeah, the, you know? No. The, the, yeah. That's a great point. I actually have a
2: question about that related to the fashion industry. Is that ever a hard sell? I've never worked in the fashion industry, but I would imagine that SEO is a little more data-driven than Mm -hmm. some of the decisions that they make or just the way that the fashion industry works. So do they ever get married to uh, keywords or topics that you would want them
1: to shy away from? And how do you deal with that struggle? Absolutely. (laughs) And it it goes back to getting those quick wins. If you can, if you can prove that something works and it's beneficial and it resonates one with, you know, performance and analytics and, you know, how that's going, but also how, you know, your target demographic is responding to it. You know, that's, that's important too, because that's another good research, you know, with, with with cross-functional teams, we have other teams doing research and, and different strategies there to focus on like how our specific demographic is, is referencing things as well.
0: That's awesome. Mm-hmm. I love that idea of personas, audience development, You know, making sure to figure out how the end user is actually using the systems. Mm-hmm. And I think SEO actually fits really well into those data teams because mm-hmm. we're always thinking about the user, we're thinking about their experience, mm-hmm. which do you feel that is different from what SEO would have looked like Five, 10 years ago.
1: I, I think like the nuts and bolts of it and reading all the blogs, reading all the, the speculation, it really does come down to best practices. Like it's 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 like yeah. kinda like the same old stuff that we've been talking about for, for a long yeah. time. Keyword research content, user experience, yeah. you know, making everything much more friendly to the user. That's such a big a big focus. And it kinda always has been. Yeah. Right.
0: You think about the big expertise, authoritativeness and trustworthiness. Right. Yeah. Like it's like just a recycling and new verbiage for yeah. what you've always had. And
1: there's other things that you can pepper in, you know, yeah. structured data, you know, yeah. things like that. Just all those best practices. Yeah. It's just kind of, to me, it's more monitoring how it's working for you. Yeah. And is it is it resonating for you?
0: Yep. Pepper in that structured data. Yeah. Gotta do it. A little side of... <laughs> Gotta do it. Structured data pepper. The SEO a little, seasoning. Uh, technical <laughs> SEO sauce. Here you know? we go with
1: analogies again. <laughs> <laughs>
0: It has to be integrated with the meal, though. You can't trust. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, right. Last
2: time you had the sports focus, I thought you were yeah. going to get into fashion this time around. I expected you to get some really good fashion analogies from you. <laughs> Not with me. It'd
1: be all food and, and music-based. That's pretty much where we are. <laughs>
0: Do you feel like everyone at American Eagle does fashion analogies? I asked this to Tessa about sports. I was like, does everyone at Dick's Sporting Goods use sports analogies? Or do you all you all gravitate towards other ones?
1: We we use whatever whatever's for Magic. the individual, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh. and it's funny. You like, focus
0: on the target user. Like, slowly. and it's funny. <laughs> like, I
1: am not a fashion person. You know, yeah. I look good today because I'm wearing American Eagle stuff, right? Yeah. But, <laughs> yeah. but yeah. it's because I get a, a discount for working, there, right? <laughs> but yeah, the, it's it's interesting. Like the landscape of people that work on a on a fashion. You know, e-commerce website or you know business or whatever that like me are not fashionable. Like I don't have and going back to like keyword research and finding like how people are searching for, like I'm just a normal guy, so I'm gonna be less relatable to all the insider lingo and whatnot, and I I go for basically breaking hearts and finding how people are really searching for it. Yeah. Like, breaking hearts. <laughs> yeah, like, they don't call it that, they call it this. Yeah. <laughs> so do you think
2: there are benefits to you not being a fashion guy and working on a fashion site?
1: Absolutely. I think, like, that's, I think that's pretty much any, anywhere. Wherever you can sure. get a different pr- perspective, um, uh, you know, in a, from a different angle, looking at the looking at the same screen but from a from a different angle and seeing a, um, something differently is, is, is always important, right? Um, Beauty of diversity, <laughs> yeah, right? And yeah, it's it's been a learning experience for me because there's things that I, I had no idea what espadrilles were, and now espadrilles I do. Were, yeah, I don't
0: I don't know what they are. What are they? Well, they're,
1: they're like those shoes that have like the basket weaving sole. You know Ooh, what I'm talking about? Yeah. I do. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, okay. Yes. I had no idea they had a name, and that's what they are. Go look up I think that's the first time I heard
2: yeah, it pronounced. Uh, I've seen it written.
1: I may be pronouncing it wrong. <laughs> yeah, we're all going no, wrong I, pronouncing it
0: as. I'm
2: trusting you, because I've never heard it before. Right, so right. That's but, but, right it, but
1: that's how people search for it. I was like, I didn't know this was a thing, and yeah. evidently it's really popular.
0: I would love if someone was just thinking, i got to get me some espadrilles. <laughs> like, these espadrilles are so hot right now. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> All right, awesome. I love that. I'm going to go. Everyone, go look up espadrilles. Go to American (laughs) Eagle. Yeah, buy all your espadrilles at our site.
1: Yeah.
0: (laughs) Okay, so why is SEO so important for e commerce?
1: I think it's unique to e commerce because we have the opportunity to impact someone on many parts of their journey in in buying something, right? So you have basically from researching something to actually buying it. So. You want to create great content to educate somebody on something. Mm-hmm. And then you want to optimize something so that they're finding your product, right? Mm-hmm. So speaking to it over here and optimizing like actual product side. So whenever they are searching and they're trying to find what they're looking for, doing general research, and then they get closer and closer and adding more words to their keyword, making it a more longer tail keyword as they figure out what they're specifically looking for. Mm-hmm. They get down to it and then they're ready to buy. So, like, you're way up high in the upper funnel, mm-hmm. but then you're so close down to the end funnel to the conversion and you're like yeah, right everywhere. there. Through. Yeah. And I think that's so unique because, like, I feel like other, like, you know, paid stuff is like buy, 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 buy. Like, yeah. You know, do it. Do it. it right. Sure. But more, it's more elegant with SEO and it's yeah. more of a, I don't know, it's more personal to yeah. me. Yeah. Yeah, I right. liked so much that <laughs> I, got I, really keep, I keep talking. I,
0: ta- I keep talking about analogies, but the one thing that I talked about at the end of my MozCon speech was this idea that SEO really is about building relationships, and being good at SEO is being similar to a good friend. Yeah. you need to be there, be available when yeah. someone needs you. Right, be ultimately. honest. Be yes, honest about what you're talking
1: about. Right, give a yeah. great experience. Yeah, yeah. all that. To HTTPS. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> right, 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 yeah, yeah. Gotta be secure. Yeah, gotta be gotta secure. Be secure.
0: So I'm really glad you mentioned that.
1: Yeah. And it is going to be one of my takeaways for sure. Okay. And I'll digest that more. We're, we're already getting Another into Another sneak it. peek. Yeah. <laughs>
0: oh, yes. I love it. Okay. All right. At a high level, what does a day in the life look like?
1: So for me being, again, in like, we're in the fashion industry, um, it's it's all about seasonality. So moving through, the, moving through the year, different season, like what are we focusing on next, right? Yeah. Like we're not talking about summer right now. We're way farther ahead than, than sure. people think we are, which is pretty interesting. And it's, it's pretty cool to be a part of. So focusing on what's coming up and, and staying focused with all of your cross-functional teams is, is really important and kind of optimizing ahead, making sure that decisions are made, And people are okay with all the decisions that you've made so we're all signed off and you know when it it comes to time to launch for the season we're we're good from the ground up and then things like meeting with site engineers making sure what they're doing isn't going to harm anything um, that we've set in place that wouldn't set us back you know Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. so keeping our finger on the pulse of, of site changes and all the technical things that they impact um, that's a const, like that's a moving target all the time because yeah. you know, when you work at a place of, you know, of the, like as big as American Eagle, there's so much going on. People yeah. are constantly testing things. You know, there's so much that goes into it that it's really hard to keep up with everything because so many people have different ideas and you wonder like, okay, is that going to impact us? We have to explain why. Let's let's pull back a little bit, that kind of thing. And it, it really is, again, just best practice tech, tech SEO and making sure everybody's on the same page and we're making the right decision for the user and all that.
0: Yes. So what would you do if, for instance, things didn't go on the right page? Like two people had different pages, something mm-hmm. didn't happen. What do you think is the best way to resolve those type of issues?
1: I mean, it all comes back to like proving the why and explaining it and getting... What, and that's kind of where James succeeds is like he is a much better... Idea of how to speak to a developer and can speak their lingo better than I can, yep. and help them understand what we need to do. I and love that idea. Yeah. Like
0: go in there, speak their language. Yeah,
1: and seek understanding. Like you want you want to seek understanding, and that's kind of what we do to get in on that level. So we want to see what's their understanding behind what they're doing,
2: mm-hmm.
1: and taking it back and trying to have them understand why it's it's really important that we don't do what they're asking or seek understanding and say this is awesome and promote them, right? It's on the other side of things too. Yep. Yeah.
0: Do you think SEO and working as part of a company, and starting with the why is good leadership training? Because a lot of times I feel when you're in leadership, if you can get people to get the why they're doing something, yeah, then they'll just do it eventually.
1: Can you unpack that a little bit?
0: Yeah, definitely. So you're essentially in every area probably not the boss of every single person that you engage with, sure. right? Yeah. So you almost have to be a leader that has no authority from mm. a, oh, we can fire you or we can lay you off or we right. can, you know, not promote you. All you can do is essentially give them the why, mm-hmm. give them the tool set to yeah. succeed and then hope that they do that. Yeah. Um, so I, I, for some reason when you were speaking, I just found this beautiful analogy of leadership and mm-hmm. the fact that, you know, you guys are already pretty early in your career trying to have to explain, why are you doing something? Why are you engaging with this? And um, I, I just thought it was kind of a nice, people.
1: Yeah, no, totally. And you, you do kind of, you're like, not a micromanager, but you are like a leader of a very specific thing that touches pretty much everybody Everyone. that does something for the site.
0: Yes. Right? Yeah.
1: So you do kind of have to lead a team that you don't lead. Right. Yes. Yeah. yeah I totally, yeah. I see Leading what you're without saying. Without
0: authority. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I,
1: I leave without authority all the time. Like yeah. I have to like make my case. And oftentimes and it all goes back to those relationships that you build that yep. people will, will listen to you and understand what you're saying and they'll be on your side. And you are kind of, it's, it's interesting that you put it like that. You are kind of a leader without authority. Yeah. I, f- I do feel like that. I, I feel th- like I have no authority. Yeah, I feel like I do <laughs> feel like I feel like I feel like. But I
0: think that having that experience of leading without authority for all these people is going to become so much better when you actually, if you have a position where you are an authority, because you've already been trained in a way of what works. Yeah. You don't have to feel like you're twisting someone's arm to do something. Yeah. You know exactly what motivates them, what gets mm-hmm. them yeah. up at night, what keeps them up at night, that yeah. type of thing.
1: Yeah. No, totally. I, there's a quote out there about leadership, and it's like it's a, like leaders don't like. It's not, I'm not going to quote it, but it's basically like, <laughs> <You're> like <laughs> leaders don't like tell you what to do. Leaders will like join you alongside you yep. and and guide you through things, right? And that's what I do. Like it's you know taking yeah. them on the journey of why we want to do everything. right? Such a leader. Grassroots <laughs> <laughs> man, grassroots. Right? Yeah, yeah, but that's that's pretty much what a day to day to day, day. It's a, it's it's a constantly moving target. And there's always something to focus on, and almost every day is different because it depends on what comes up. Yeah. You know, like you, you it's not like you're putting out fires because nothing in SEO is incredibly urgent. There's, it's very rare when it's like, yep. oh, this is going to break everything and we, yep. we can't do yeah. this. Um, like we didn't, we de our whole site. Like, oh yeah. my gosh, <laughs> like that, yeah. like, you know, that hardly ever it happens, but like, yeah. you know, it's very rare. Um, <laughs> so it really is like staying ahead of things and, being in those conversations and, and yep. being involved heavily. yeah.
0: Yes. Awesome. Yeah. Okay, uh, do you have a question, Matt?
2: Sure, yeah. So you listed a whole lot of things there for your yeah. day-to-day life. Right. Do you have any tips for just balancing all of that and mm. managing all of the teams that you work with and all of the page
1: types that you work with on a day-to-day basis, yeah. especially for a site as big as a? Absolutely. I think it comes down, a lot of it comes down to process so once you've like educated the why what's one thing that's really important is to create a process that people can follow right from where whether it's keyword research and how we're going to optimize or this is the content that we're going to create or this is the the technical SEO roadmap for this project Mm -hmm. it's all about creating that follow along color by number way of doing Mm -hmm. things so that like you can like start to hand things off They already have an understanding of the why. You've already made your case. But in order to, like, relieve the, the, oh, my gosh, I have so much work on my table, you've got to create processes to to lessen the blow when something comes down the pipeline, right? And it's also, like, prioritizing things. I think, you know, sometimes we, as SEOs, we might freak out about things that aren't so detrimental. And, like, you know, we might be, like, too focused on something. Like, oh, my gosh, they're going to do this and it's going to, you know, cause this, you know, and, and really it's let's let's take a step back let's prioritize let's take a look at the list of everything that we're focusing on and create a a, you know a a giant project tracker of what are we focusing on that's gonna get the best bang for our buck really even though we're organic we don't spend money (laughs) (laughs)
0: well your money money is time it is right yes everything time is money all the time that you spend of all the people that you work with Mm -hmm. and the efforts you want to be heading in a direction that's beneficial yeah organic doesn't necessarily may not cost money from a user perspective but
1: yeah it costs people it costs people, it costs people <laughs> right and people it does it really it re- <laughs> really does it really is and that's it's one of my things to take away it is really about creating those relationships and having like you put in your time of course but then there's so many other people that put in time for mm-hmm. you yes. to, to make sure that everything is resonating for seo and that really is the resource like there's no dollar amount to it it's really the people that matter yeah. And that's why one of my biggest focuses is relationships.
0: I was going to go with another analogy that sometimes I'll calculate if I make conferences, how much money you can, you think you're spending based on how many people are there, mm-hmm. how much your estimated salary would be. I usually put it like, I don't know, like a 65, $70,000 a year. And then I, I calculate it by the minutes. So how much money are you spending from talking to an audience for 30 minutes?
1: Mm. And how
0: can you most use that time? Yeah. So I think that can actually apply to business meetings, too. Sure. Like, you're in a meeting with five people who are all making $100,000 a year or something like that. They, they get paid a lot. <laughs> um, like their job. Like, how much? Yeah, right. So <laughs> well, how, much money are you, how much money are you costing them by spending that time? And how can you make the biggest impact out of that time? I mean, yeah. I don't think that's something we need to calculate on a daily basis. But I think just recognizing and appreciating that people are worth have value, yeah. That is economic, but also you
1: know. I yeah, I know machine learning is a big thing, and like yeah. you know, it's a big thing in the industry. But really, like it still is people.
0: Yeah.
1: It really is. Yeah. You can't get anything done without people.
0: Yep. You know. It's so true. Yeah. It's
2: so true. <laughs> so, I'm glad you brought that up because yeah. you mentioned that you're focuses with content and we're just kind of starting to get in the age where people are using machine learning to create content for SEO. Yeah. What is your opinion on that? How important do you think the personalized touches versus automation with things like that?
1: Mm. Well, two sides to that story. I think in general I think it could be good. Mm. I think it could be, it could lessen your workload. And it could be optimized from a, if you're, if you have a robot Optimizing for another robot and that robot talks to that robot. Hmm. Sure. Like the in theory that that sounds the good, right? Mm-hmm.
0: empathizes more with other robots. <laughs> right, I right. Robo one yeah. gets robo two. Right. Why does human one not get robo one? <laughs> right,
1: and I know like, I know like, you know, machine learning is getting smarter and smarter, but You know when you talk about your brand and your brand voice mm-hmm. and what that means to the demo that you're speaking to I don't think we're quite there yet mm-hmm. so it's more about are you gonna sell the person and not persuade the wrong word but like yep. are you gonna right. speak to that person in a meaningful way that takes a person to join them in in what they're looking for yes you know what I mean
0: yeah it's got to have impact you yeah. know it's got to resonate really exactly sure.
1: right and I don't think we're there yet with machine learning probably will be some you someday but not yet
0: Abby and I, my specialists and I have talked about the fact that we cannot wait for the day where every kid gets a robot. Where the robot knows them better than anybody. You're,
1: bo- you're born in and the hospital, like just has a robot there waiting for you. Yeah,
0: it's like a little robo baby. That like, <laughs> That's and a it's like, it's like <laughs> I know, and I was like, I don't know if I want to live in like, this world. It's like you are sad today, Maggie. <laughs> I will help you deal with these complex emotions. You know, she'll never feel. They'll never feel lonely or sad. You know, because I do think that with the internet, with phones, it's actually in some ways we're becoming more connected, but we're becoming less connected at the same time oh totally you know and um i've been taking some college classes so i look at the generation z and i watch how they interact with each other and almost always they're on the phone but when they Mm -hmm. actually connect with a person you can tell they latch on they're like oh my god do you want to talk like this is so rare it's almost like
1: it's like getting a letter
0: Yes, it's like getting a letter. Oh my and I'm gosh! I'm
1: kind of sad we're there. That's where, yeah. that's where we are.
0: Anybody that wants to send us a letter on the podcast, send it to the Merkel Pittsburgh <laughs> office. We accept all fan mail. For, and we love it. When was the last
2: time that you got a personal piece of mail? Something sent to you, like a letter, not an invitation. I have a pen
0: pal, actually. Oh, wow. so and we,
1: well, and outside of like a yeah. holiday. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, that's true. Maybe when I was like. Thirteen? 13. <laughs> I'm Dude, 36. I'm going to send you a letter.
0: I have so many stamps, and I collect stationery.
1: It's I do I do appreciate good stationery.
0: Oh, God, man. I'm right? A, I'm a big fan. Yeah. So big fan. I
2: hope I don't get this wrong. There's actually a website. I think it might be called snailmail.com, where you can just automate. They'll, they'll send the letter for you.
1: What? <laughs> snailmail.com. Here's a personal touch without the personal touch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my
0: gosh. Snailmail pen pals, it looks okay. like net. .net. It's, so it's um So um,
1: you have a pen pal. I do. Yeah. And like you yeah. like physically write a letter. It's sometimes, not... yeah.
0: Sometimes we physically write letters. We I mean he's visited Pittsburgh
1: before. No, I yeah. mean like but you don't like type an email like, it's like not like writing an email um, or we met
0: online. We met online. Okay. Yeah. Alright. Yeah. It's one of like a very a very interesting modern relationship, I feel like we met online and then we
1: just always have since then. I'd rather you, you like, like get weird. the quill out and like dip do, the yeah. pen and ink. Mm-hmm. Get the wax stamp on the envelope. Yeah, yeah, <laughs>
0: yeah. yeah. It's it's um it's been fun for the last six years or so. Kind of wow. crazy to think about. Yeah, it's kind of weird to think about that. Some relationships are just naturally long distance, and you know sometimes you just connect with someone sure. on a, like thinking level. And yeah, you just love their thoughts. And, yeah, totally. Like, see what's going on in their That's life. That's fascinating. And, yeah, it's very odd, but you know, I embrace that. Yeah, I think it's pretty pretty cool. But <laughs> anyways. Um, okay, getting back to SEO. Um, so we have five minutes left. We don't really, oh, we can wow. talk however, but it's been 35 minutes that we've been talking. I gotcha, yeah. Um, so I'd love to get, what are your little golden nuggets yeah. of advice for SEOs working in e-commerce? It can be anything. It can be interpersonal. It can be like very specific. It can be get that structured data pepper on there. Yeah, right. Like whatever, whatever it is happens to be that you um, f- think will be valuable to the listeners.
1: Yeah, absolutely. So... Again, I go back to common sense is not that common. Number um, one, that the that, well, that's what made up my list. So, doing your keyword research and optimizing accordingly, right? Yeah. Create great content mm-hmm. and surround all of your products with great content. Do what? you have
2: any tips for tools or techniques that you
1: use? With um, the yeah, so uh, we leverage um, BrightEdge's cube tool to to perform a lot of keyword research. We do have semrush to do that they have a great keyword magic tool Oh
0: god i love their magic it's a, tool. It's a great
1: tool um nice. I, however i do find bright edges more uh succinct is that the right word where you'll type in a word and sometimes you'll get too much of too many things that aren't related to what you're trying mm. to research in the keyword magic tool and you have to like really 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 filter out and get down whereas yeah. bright edges is a little bit smarter it kind of yeah. like knows what you're what you're getting at um which is which is really interesting And, you know, reverse engineering things and physically looking at competitors and see what they're Mm -hmm. doing. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, all those best practice keyword research techniques that you've probably heard before, like, that's where it's at. Yeah. And number two would be create a great user experience with technical SEO best practices. Mm -hmm. Getting your site as fast as possible, getting, you know, page load speed up, use structured data. All those great things that create a great user experience on the technical side yep. is so important. You know, if you if you visit a, a website that is much more faster and snappier, and you're getting to where you want to get faster, it's just better, right? Yep. Um, and if things are laid out in a way that's you know even like aesthetically pleasing or things like that, like yes. you know that's so important. So, just taking a look at that.
0: It's also a trust metric. I feel when you look at the user experience, and if you're not as familiar with the brand, I mean, American Eagle, you guys obviously have a great experience. I know because I go on there every year to <laughs> buy all of my jeans. Oh, we have the best <laughs> jeans, like no, the best. no joke. They're we do have the best jeans. Like, it's if, all if I, buy I wear. If I Google best jeans and it's not American Eagle, something's wrong. <laughs> like, Google, you got to fix that because right? those American Eagle jeans are bomb dig. Yeah, I'm yeah, putting Eric on the spot here. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know. They really are, though. <laughs> like, I, I actually, much,
1: so caveat, <laughs> I didn't own a pair of American Eagle jeans before I worked there. I, I, I never shopped at American Eagle. Yeah. I, shopped, I shopped at, like, Kmart.
0: Yeah.
1: yeah. May <laughs> it rest in peace. Like, <laughs> <laughs> And uh, that was just me, but... When I, when I when I was enlightened to how great the jeans are, like, I, I wear them around the house. Like, I don't even wear, like, sweatpants. I just wear yeah. my, my really comfortable they're jeans so all the are time. Are the
0: male ones a little bit stretchy? Do you guys have a little bit of stretch in we
1: the male do, ones? We have, a, we have like, yeah. levels of stretch. Yeah. I, so, I always
0: get, like, super extra stretch. Yeah, the, I'm like, yeah. I need that.
1: Get it, the, we pretty much all stretch. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh they're so comfortable. Mm-hmm.
0: So you guys have a great experience, but other sites that you're less familiar with, I mm-hmm. mean, like, chicwish.com or something... People may not be as familiar with that site or that brand. So having an experience where people can trust it and it looks mm-hmm. legitimate because there's so many people yeah. online that are, are legitimately trying to hack people and, and hurt them totally. So making sure that you know you have all the information, the about us pages, like the HTTPS, everything, all of your surround Sound online and by surround Sound, I mean other people how they're talking about you
1: yeah. online. yep
0: um, is good. And positive ish, you right? Know? It's your reputation. Like, yes. Yeah. 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 Um, so, so important. So. Yeah. I love that. Love that
1: you. <laughs> and then number three is again creating great relationships with cross-functional teams. Mm-hmm. Like as an SEO, everything that everybody else does impacts your channel. Yeah. So creating those relationships and and making your cases, helping other people succeed, and building that trust within. The technical development side of teams or the content side of things, it's all so important. And I love how you put, like, leadership without authority. Like, that's really what you are. And, like, if you don't have those good relationships, you're not going to get anything done. You won't get anything pushed through. You won't get any of your great recommendations pushed through unless you have those good relationships. That's what it all comes down to. If there's anything I want you to take away... In a personal relationship, start making friends.
0: Yeah. <laughs> bring, bring in some donuts, man. Yeah, you're right. Whatever
1: you got to do. <laughs> do what
0: you got to do. Find out
1: what kind of coffee they like. Whatever, <laughs> whatever you got to do to persuade them to get on your side.
0: <laughs> you're like, I've ordered some Argentine coffee <laughs> yeah. for you. I'm in a I lot really- of debt right now. <laughs> <laughs> like, a lot of debt. <laughs> there was this ad that came out the other day that was Ryan Reynolds and Hugh Jackman. Mm-hmm. And one of them had posted on Twitter. And basically, they're like, We're ending our Twitter feud. And so they each made an ad for companies that they own, and the whole premise of it is that Ryan Reynolds makes this amazing ad for Hugh Jackman that's hilarious. He's like, Hugh would have thought of this company, <laughs> Hugh Jackman. You know, it's just beautiful. He's like, and he's like, wow, that was so good. He Ryan Reynolds like, yeah, I've, I spent a million dollars on it. So, and then they show Hughes and he's like, oh, it's not ready. It's not ready. And all he does is like pour out the tequila. <laughs> and he's like, you know what, Ryan Reynolds, not a cool guy. I bet you the tequila is good. Have to try it sometime. And just dumps it out. Like, and poor <laughs> Ryan Reynolds they, they cut back to just them. And he's like, oh.
1: <laughs> no, no, it's it really is about relationships. Get, the, get those going, and you'll have really great success. Mm-hmm. I promise. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Okay, so I have a toughie to end on. What do you do if your relationship perhaps gets off on the wrong foot? How do you solve for that type of emo- like emotional and relationship crisis?
1: Mm. Um, I guess it kind of depends on what it is. Mm-hmm. But I think it, it goes also back to seeking understanding. Mm. So, I love that. come you got to get to where they are. You have to understand where they are and join them in their emotion and, and where they are, which is actually yes. plug for my podcast, let's yes. Time in Rome. Oh
0: my God. Yeah. Let's time in Rome.
1: Yeah. But it's all about getting to where they are and joining them in their emotion and like what went wrong and trying to mend it. You know, giving them yes. comfort, giving them reassurance, all that kind of stuff, and joining them where they are so that you can gain it back. Right yes. um, whatever you can do to, to remedy the situation or you know if you have to apologize or you know whatever yeah. just get back on seeking understanding get, get, getting back on the page that they're on is yes. so important sometimes you just have to be open honest and vulnerable and like yes. the key open, is that that's that vulnerability right and you have to sometimes you have to you know let your hair down and admit to things that you might have been wrong on or face some tough conversations you know that that will benefit everybody but you know again getting down and seeking their understanding is most important so
0: do you think that requires you to like let go of ego a little bit totally because I know last week I sent you an email and I was totally wrong I mean I was like way (laughs) off. I was so wrong and I was like hey I think it's this but I got to do more research in it and I knew I needed to do more research in it and then I did more research and I sent you this article and you were like yeah that article says you're totally wrong and I was like Okay, I just didn't want to say that I was totally wrong, so that's why I sent you the article, and I was like, you're right, I'm totally wrong, I'm so sorry. I know, I told you I
1: was going to make fun of you today on the the podcast. No. And now I'm making fun of myself. (laughs) Right, right.
0: (laughs) But, like, people are wrong. Like, sometimes the assumptions that you have about things are are wrong, and that can occur within, you know, a more technical situation, or it can occur in an interpersonal situation that you just didn't see it from their perspective initially and then you suddenly are enlightened to that
1: exactly and it it goes back to that like seeking understanding and and you know getting to a place where you you see it you see it how they see it and then all of a sudden it makes sense to you instead of like you pushing back Mm -hmm. you see it differently now that you see what they're what they're speaking to right sure Mm -hmm.
2: When you when you're not able to do that, I feel like it turns it into more of a competition than a yep. partnership. Right, and them. then
1: like then it's not good. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> don't compete with
0: your stakeholders. Right, yeah, don't yeah.
1: compete. Like you know, pull back when you need to, and um, and you know, pivot and move on to something else, and yep. maybe get a win over there, and then come back to it and and bring it up again if if need be. Definitely,
0: yeah. I have a great mentor who. One thing that he said to me that has resonated throughout my entire life is that everyone else in the world is doing their best with what they've been given. Now, they may not have been taught how to communicate with others, so the way that they're communicating a problem to you isn't coming off in a way that's effective. But just if you can get that concept that everyone else is doing their best at every single moment and trying to do what's best for them and trying to live functional lives, it's like... yeah. And then probably, I'd probably shorten to that down, like 99% of people are trying to do that. I I still Mm -hmm. think that there are 1% of people that are just bad people and doing bad things. But Mm -hmm. I think that 99% of people are good people that end up in situations that maybe they don't know how to deal with effectively. And just if you can appreciate that about someone, you can say like, oh, you know, they're acting really crazy driving but they've never learned how to communicate in an yeah. effective way and they're frustrated right. you know sure. because they have to get somewhere right. that's really important to them
1: yeah there's more good than bad yeah. No matter what the media puts out there, there's more good than bad. Yes. Like all news is bad news. Yeah, you all know, news, all is all bad news, news <laughs> on TV is bad news. But there's more like people like, and again, it's back to relationships. Saved from tree. Yeah. Bad news. Bad news. Yeah, Who yeah, likes yeah. cats? This is a dog-only yeah, podcast. Right. I'm right. I'm just getting
0: to our cat fans. We are big <laughs> animal lovers on this podcast.
1: But yeah, yeah, absolutely. I totally agree with what you're saying. Yeah.
0: So let's talk about a little bit about your podcast before we jump off. Oh,
1: okay. So lunchtime in Rome. Lunchtimeinrome.com.
0: Lunchtime in Rome or lunch in Rome.
1: Lunchtime, lunchtime in Rome. Lunchtime So okay. it's actually okay. based okay. off okay. of...
0: Dot com, right?
1: Yeah, doc- okay. dot com. Um, <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> it's actually referenced from Romans 1215 in the Bible. Um, okay. So it's 1215, lunchtime. <gasps> what? From, mm, clever. It's getting a little meta. Um, right, right. But it's all about just like sitting down... And having a conversation and teaching people how to join each other in their emotions and comfort any hurt that they have oh, in their life. Gosh, I love it. It's really good. And yeah. I really, really recommend it. So if it. you
0: want to learn to make relationships, go to Eric's right? podcast, Boom. Lunchtime in Rome.
1: Check so, it out. I would love for you to check on it on. out. And um, you can visit the website and... Give us a, a like and share on, on Facebook and yeah. follow us on Twitter and all that. Yeah, high ratings. Stuff. Yeah, you know. yeah. give us five stars. James,
0: never, five stars. Yes, five stars, <laughs> nothing less. Well, right? You deserve all of
1: those
0: stars. <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Yeah. Is there anywhere else to find you on the interwebs?
1: Yes, I am on Twitter at e l H-A-M-M-O-N-D. H-A-M-M-O-N-D. Awesome. Um, that's probably the best place that you could communicate with me. On, on a level that I would probably want to communicate with you at this point, <laughs> <Yeah>. stranger. <laughs> Don't need to get any stranger, creepy letters but not yet, <laughs> right? Right. I'm ready. Or for by mail, right? You know? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Twitter. Yeah, <sighs> hit me up. All right. I'd love it.
0: Awesome. Well, thank you so much, and thanks, Matt, for coming on Absolutely. and being awesome as always. Thanks so much. Yeah. All right. Thank thanks. you so much. Ciao. Yeah, bye. bye. Thanks for listening to SEO in the Lab. I hope it was super useful make sure to check out technicalseo.com backslash insights backslash podcast to get episode notes, transcripts, and some bonus content. Also, if you have any questions or feedback, reach out at Merkleinc.com. You can also catch me on Twitter at Alexis K. Sanders. Thank you so much, Hanshen, for our intro and outro music. Until next time, this is Alexis signing off. Ciao.